0: because we've got the representative of Keegan Dolly on the line, Mr. Paul Mitchell. Paul, good evening and thank you for speaking to us on SAFM tonight.
1: Good evening to me, so and good evening to your listeners.
0: Okay, big deal here. It's gotten a lot of attention today, Keegan Doley joining Kaiser Chiefs. Firstly, was it hard getting this deal over the line?
1: Um, I wouldn't say specifically it was hard. Obviously, you know, Keegan had a, quite a few options uh, globally and obviously locally. Um. But obviously, you know, the biggest thing for for Keegan was to be able to to tick a f- quite a few boxes in terms of his next move, his next career move, you know, which included football, financials, his family life. You know, he's just had a young baby, just got you know married or supposed to get married, it got cancelled, but he'd be getting married any 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 month soon. So there was there was lots of things that went into the into the decision, but. Uh, when, when we spoke with, with Bobby and Kaiser Junior and they put forward their project, what they wanted, what they wanted uh, Keegan to do, why they wanted Keegan, um, Keegan made his mind up and
0: we thought it was a great fit. Was he looking to come back home?
1: Um, I, I wouldn't say 100% he was in his mind home, home, home. Obviously, you know, with the offers that we had, there was different offers from different parts of the world. Um but I think to be honest with with what's gone off over the you know the last 18 months with covid um Keegan having a young family now to think about you know there's lots of decisions so you know eventually you know it came down to the de- decision of of joining the mighty Kaiser Chiefs and he's, he's very happy
0: OK, and I'm sure you would have seen some people saying he's coming back home too early. Our players are always coming back um, at the peak of their careers. Why don't they stick it out in Europe? How do you respond to that?
1: Well, to be honest, I mean, that, that's that's, that's, a, that's fair comments. People are entitled to their opinion. But, you know, unfortunately, the, the armchair fan or the fan in the street doesn't always know the, the dynamics of, of, of football and what's going on in football in Europe and around the world. I mean, Keegan had offers from Saudi Arabia... He had offers in in League Two in France, in other parts of Europe, in Turkey. Um, So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we also are in this business of of football each day, you know. And uh, we we know what goes on. We know what places like Turkey, for example, are like when it comes to players getting paid. And, you know, the biggest thing for Keegan is that he didn't want to go into a place where... You know, you could go unpaid un- for two or three months at a time, and unfortunately, in a lot of these places, that's what happens. And um, you know, as a, as a very, very experienced agency with a big, be- biggest, you know, big network around the world, we 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 know uh, what goes on, and we're, we're a best place to advise, you know, Keegan what's the best decision. But um, you know, the offers in Europe were good, uh, but again, when 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 Keegan thought about it and looked at it. It was his decision to to come back.
0: Was there any interest from Egypt?
1: There was, there was, there was, there was interest from Egypt. There was interest mm-hmm. from three clubs in Egypt, and we had two offers from Egypt. Um, in fact, we had a, we had another offer from there on Sunday morning, and we we turned it down. Uh, there's always been interest in, from Keegan, as you, uh, you know, since before he left Sundowns to go to go to Europe. Mm. Um, both Al- Ali zamalek were heavily in, interested in Keegan before he went to Europe. Um, you know, people have tracked his his, um, his career in France and, and especially in the last 12 months when people know he was probably going to be out of contract. Um, that intensified, but uh, there was good offers put forward. But, you know, again, not for us at this stage, not for Keegan at this stage. Um, look, I, I would like to put one thing forward, though, to do so, which kind of riles me a little bit, is that, you know, there's always this talk now about Keegan being injured. You know, Keegan mm. broke his leg in 2019. And that's the only injury he's had at Montpellier. Mm. You know, obviously after his broken leg, uh, I think in that season he was in six games. He started. He was starting the game against St. Etienne. Nasty tackle, broke his leg. Mm. And he was out. And I mean, coming back from that in that season, he had a couple of niggles. But I mean, he's been in a day squad for 35 games this season, never missed a game through injury. So this thing about being injured, no, it's, not, it's not actually correct. It's just... We we all know how tough it is to go and play in, you know, one of the top seven, eight clubs in League One France. It's not easy to go in playing week in, week out. You know, he had he had four coaches in his first twelve months in Montpellier, which wasn't easy as well. And the the the, the coach he finished with, um, you know, played a certain very defensive system, never played with an out and out winger, never played with a ten, you know, and Keegan's game now is to play sort of left of the three, right of the three. And roving ten—that's where he's dangerous, you know. Roving ten behind the strikers. The coach didn't play with that. So, but the, you know, the thing is, he—he—he he, he spent four and a half years at Montpellier, which was the total limit of his contract. We did speak to Montpellier in January, Um they were talking about an extension at, at some stage. But again, Keegan had it in his head—he he wanted to move on from Montpellier anyway. And yeah, we made decisions along the way, and we've—we've we've ended up going to. The mighty Amakozy.
0: okay keegan dole at the mighty Amakozy. for those just joining us we are talking to his representative mr paul mitchell and is put to rest that issue about injuries saying keegan dole has actually played uh, he was in the mesh day squad for 35 matches so it was only in 2019 where he had a broken leg but he had recovered and he was back um, in the squad and there were offers from france from Turkey, from egypt was a luckily one of those clubs that came back for him paul
1: Look, I won't lie to you. I've spoken with with Ali over the last 12 months. We've been in contact with myself and with Keegan directly. Um, There was there was communication. There was uh, you know Zoom meetings, but uh, it never came to where we wanted it to be. And uh, you know we moved on. And then you know there was another two offers from Egypt. Um, One of them was very very good. Uh, Big 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 team as well. but look, I mean Keegan was flattered with the with the interest but uh, you know sometimes home is home, you know. Um so yeah, that's what he decided.
0: And um there was there was a question earlier on when we spoke to Vina about just his fitness level. How wh- what state would you say he's in at the moment?
1: No, look, I mean he's he's like anybody else, he needs to do his pre-season because look what happened in Montpellier, he's, um, he finished the season in May. And then his daughter was born and he had such a traumatic time trying to get an ID number from South Africa for the baby. So mm. the, the the consulate in Paris were saying it was home affairs. Home affairs were saying it was the consulate in Paris. And they went back and forth. We, we went back and forth for like five or six weeks. So for the last, I think, two and a half weeks of that, Keegan was literally sitting in Paris in a hotel waiting to get um, an ID number, which could then give him a travel document because without a ID document you don't get a travel uh, an ID number you don't get a travel document so you know he didn't uh, obviously start any pre-season with anybody so now you know he needs to go in start his pre-season but i think 3 weeks somewhere around there he it'll be he won't be far off
0: mm-hmm. and and was chiefs the only club that showed interest here in the country paul
1: <laughs> it's Keegan Dolly, my friend <laughs> it's Keegan Dolly the There'll never be one club for Keegan Dolly, you know mm. but um, there were other clubs but Keegan Dolly uh Keegan Dolly's now playing for Kaiser Chiefs.
0: And as far as your stable is concerned, I mean, what kind of business are you still looking to do during this win during this period?
1: Um, look it's um you know, it's it's tough all over the world in terms of, of player movements. Certainly tough when it comes to South Africans because, you know, given the Covid problem it's um yeah, travel restrictions and, and and all of this. So uh, look, locally we've been quite busy, it's been good. Um, internationally, we're quite busy. We're on. We've got a big client, uh, non-South African, in Denmark that uh, we've already had very big offers rejected from France. Um, it looks like he'll probably go into the English Premier League. So yeah, as a business, we've we've been busy, and obviously with our JV partners in London very very busy there on that side for them they've just done obviously Rafael Varane to United from Real Madrid um, and we expect they'll be doing uh, one or two more big big deals
0: Ok and then Buklam Aquanazi Paul when are we expecting him back on the field? Yeah look
1: Buklam uh, Aquanazi will will be will be doing a, you know his pre-season with somebody we we have been speaking to uh, local clubs uh, we have uh Chosen one local club that we're, we're going to be talking to, and Bootley's going to have a couple of days with them. Look, it's been very unfortunate with Bootley. Um, there's no hiding from the story. Uh, when Bidvest was sold, unfortunately, you know, Bootley being quite a, a big earner, um, TTM made it quite clear at the time they couldn't afford him, but nothing was done. Uh, Bootley was just left in, ling- in, in limbo, uh, was never paid, never received a, a penny of his salary. Um, So that's the case, that's now with the DRC, Um, they've had the first hearing, I think uh, Marumu gallants have been given a bit more time to to think of uh, what they need to do, but the bottom line is he's never received anything from uh, his last uh, 12 months and it needs to be paid. So in the meantime we have had offers for Bootley, uh, both locally and internationally, but Bootley's uh, concentration was that he was determined that he wanted to be paid what was due to him and rightly so.
0: Okay, and uh, you've moved Goodman Musela to Orlando Pirates. Um, evidence, Mahopa is also in your books? He is, he is. He is, is. He, is he also moving to Orlando Pirates? I
1: can't confirm that at the moment, to be honest. I think Goodman's been confirmed already by Orlando Pirates. I can't confirm anything on evidence at the moment, apart from to say the boys' world class. I think he's proven it. Yeah. I think he's going to be the future of uh, South African football. Um, you know, he's done really, really well in the Olympics. had a lot of suitors, you know, about him. But uh, I'm really proud of what he's done. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, hopefully he can score a hat-trick, I think, tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> in the case of Mexico. And, and try and get the boys through to the next round. Because I know, speaking to the boys, it hasn't been easy in Japan. It's been really, really tough for them out there, given the COVID situation and the sort of... Um, you know what's been going on around the Olympics, so yeah, I'm really proud of them. I'm really proud of evidence, and and hopefully he'll do the business tomorrow.
0: But would you advise him to stay at Barroca for one season, or do you think now he's ready for the move, Paul? <laughs>
1: uh, honestly, if I'm being really honest, he's he's, he's 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 ready for Europe. He's ready for the or ready for a big move. But that's again, that's uh, at the moment there's nothing confirmed. Uh, but I'm sure wherever he goes, he will continue to to play with such confidence and play with a big smile on his face mm. and get goals for whoever he goes to.
0: Well, you must see those Techish fans. They keep tweeting, Evidence, come to Techie Evidence, my hopa. don't know how uh, they know him Bachi, in Turkey.
1: Right? Fanabachi, right?
0: Yes, they always it's say, Fane come Bachi, to Fanabachi, yeah, yeah, come yeah. to Fanabachi.
1: Yeah, that's that's to be fair. It's, it's been going on for some time uh, with, with Evidence. Yeah, yes. it's, uh, yeah, no, it's been going on for some time in terms of them... Um, People tweeting, come to Fanabachi and, and all of that. Um, even before
0: he played for Bafana actually. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We, even when he was when he was scoring goals at Barca. So <laughs> yeah, it's quite it's quite good that okay. he, you know he's getting that traction around the world. Um, even more so now, you know, from the Olympics. Um, just his ability, his all round game, his touch, his his work rate. Still got a lot to learn, and I'm sure wherever he is, he'll, he'll continue to develop, continue to learn. Um, but it's, it's, it's a big future for the country and i think it's great it's yeah. you know it's great that we can we can we can find uh, a striker of his zeal uh, and i'm sure Hugo bruce will 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 be thinking the same
0: okay let's leave it there paul thanks for speaking to us there we'll take a quick break ethan brooks is waiting for us